0: the positions of hopelessness and helplessness the government gives them the drugs builds bigger prisons
1: welcome every <laughs> Jake's dead <clears throat> greetings the damned
2: the super damned
1: and welcome back to another episode of poddam America
0: Super super! Ah! The super duper
1: five five hosts one show five mics,
0: <laughs> anime
1: communism coming together. Uh, I Coming am,
3: together, but there can only be one There can
1: only be, with are all fishes in the river of podcasting <laughs> Yeah uh, I am your makeshift Jake for the evening, Alex Patak, hello Welcome back, I'm here with Anders Lee Anders Lee here Katie Rose Leon Hello Jeremy Hammond Hi And the governor himself, Raga <laughs> Hello Wow <laughs> That's all of your friends. Um, this is a very special episode. It's a bit of a crossover um, between the Ballin' Out Super podcast and the Pod Day in America podcast, where we are covering a very exciting media event, and that is the Chinese state funded anime program, The Leader, the Karl Marx anime.
3: you also Put notice. Put in applause here. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> You'll also notice that Jake isn't here, and I'm here continuing the mythos that. Me and Jake are the same
0: person.
4: Ooh. That's a theory.
3: <laughs>
1: Katie, do you ever not have sex so you can record a podcast? All
0: the time.
3: <laughs> I'm not having sex right now, in Fantastic. fact.
1: Fantastic.
2: Really confirm. good. Can you say, hello, the damned...
3: Listen, I'm not going to give away all the secrets of this Freaky Friday magic scenario. <laughs>
2: give
1: Katie her space. She, right. Her magics cannot be in- investigated. <laughs> so this was a wonderful program all about the youth and life of the great leader Karl Marx. Very spicy, in a word. Pretty different from the movie that came out about it we did an episode on, young Karl Marx, where he is still hot, but... T- seems to be doing more stuff than he does in this show.
5: <laughs> now, when you say doing more stuff, would you say that he's doing more sparkly twirls, or is he just doing more actual activities? Uh, they did a- the number of sparkly twirls in this was off the charts. This
1: Karl Marx is a dream boat.
3: <laughs> I was not prepared for a whirlwind romance. And boy, am I surprised. Mm. You know, when I think about the pure heat of the communist manifesto. (laughs) I'm like, I hope that there was some soft focus romance as well when this
5: was written. I know you read it and you think about like, wow, this is like this is a wonderful, smart piece of thinking. You never think about the fact that like Karl Marx was rock hard as he wrote the whole thing.
1: The dialectics of attraction. What
2: does it mean? (laughs) He has no facial hair in this, which kind of took me aback and all the accounts of Karl Marx above age like 14 he's got some scruff at at least
1: he's nothing like any account anyone has ever given of Karl Marx (laughs) he is a uh thought
5: he is a ballroom dancer and fencing master does anybody know if like the historical Marx was hot like like well, we have the all the old pictures
4: look. of him. You mean the young Marx.
5: Like the historical Christ. Like when people look back at like the archaeological... He looks like M. anime M.
4: Christian Bale in this or
1: something. Yeah. Let's talk about the basic facts of historical Marx. Marx was black.
4: Yeah.
2: I mean, A lot of people don't know this. Pretty, uh, like he was swarthy. He was swarthy. Yeah, That's I think it's the also pretty clear that
5: before. Marx was born in the summer. The Palestinian winters are too
2: cold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: this is off to a very good start.
0: Um,
2: oh my god! Well, that's the th- is uh, I don't want to get too out of myself, but the the bar rooms that he was in uh, <laughs> were he would get in he would get in fisticuffs with people, and it was yeah. because he was. Uh, a lot of it had to do with his skin tone. Like, people in Germany didn't take well to that, so he got fights. Off.
3: But was the structure of the bars historically accurate, Good
4: architecturally speaking? Mm. <laughs> how many pillars were there? <laughs>
1: what I think we want to start with is what do we know about Karl Marx normal not in this show, and how does that stack up to what we're seeing here? Um, we know he's like at least in the movie, portrayed as someone with very weak health <laughs> uh, yeah. who can't uh, take drinking too well and it kind of lays him out. Yeah, he's like anemic. He's kicked out of college for fighting, right?
5: We do see it in, in this a little bit, the ill health. There's that montage where he kind of like well, let's, just let's, lays in a bed. Let's just do sure, the, we'll the
3: rundown of the historical marks and then <laughs> Contrast to this accurate storytelling
1: the great the great bard Karl Marx
0: <laughs>
3: first
1: of all and I want to get this out of the way right now there is no angles in the first episode of the Karl Marx anime Sorry. deeply troubling I am fucking pissed there's Bruno
2: Bauer <laughs> I don't know who that is
0: but there's, he's there's in more there of a sidekick uh, name. D-
2: hmm? that is more of a sidekick name Bruno Bauer than, Bruno Bauer yeah There's Jenny Westphalen's brother, (laughs) who's
1: kind of like a Dracula motherfucker this whole show.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
2: It did really, the introduction of Jenny made me think, like, oh, are they kind of taking a Forrest Gump angle with this? Because it's like. Because her name is Jenny? Jenny, childhood. Yeah, I think they should have gone full Gump. (laughs) Full full Gump. Full Gump. (laughs)
4: Yeah, his legs stopped working.
3: The, yeah. the full gump.
1: I'm trying to think of, like, how Karl Marx's life fits into Forrest Gump. And it's not easy. It's not. <laughs> it's Forrest not. Gump,
4: he did a lot of things.
1: Well, that. for example,
4: Karl Marx is black and Forrest Gump is white. So there's the one uh, conflict. I
1: guess they're kind, you kind of Forrest Gump stands
2: like this? <laughs> 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 Karl Marx, he danced a little bit like this, ballroom jig. Well, they are kind of opposites, now that I think of it, because, like, Forrest Gump, uh, not a thinking man, did very much. Certainly not. In his life.
3: (laughs) How do we get over here? Kind Kind of like... point of the movie. No,
1: Andrews is on to something.
2: (laughs) Karl Marx, thinking, a lot of thinking. Uh Uh-huh. But, and this is what I... My biggest beef, I'll just get out there right in front of it. This is my issue with the uh, portrayal. He... He was a fucking schmuck. He was a, a slob. He's a goddamn schmuck. Carl Monks, he was not a schmuck. He was a slob, though. He was okay. a slob. He I was a it putz. Back. He uh, <laughs> would get in barroom brawls. He would get hammered. And then um, he was more like once a... every couple of months, he would sit down and write a, an enormous tract uh, and do a shit ton of research.
5: He, you know what this reminds me of a little bit? Uh, the difference between what you're describing and what we saw in the anime is kind of like the difference between like the Guy Ritchie Sherlock Holmes and then the uh, Benedict Cumberbatch Sherlock Holmes. That's a
1: great example. <laughs> I was thinking anime-wise a great portrayal of Karl, Karl Marx would be like a World of Warcraft uh, uh, goblin NPC who's <laughs> 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 just sitting at the bar grumbling to
4: himself and one of all of the that. orcs from Lord of the
2: Rings.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, this was like a propaganda work, right? Yeah. Absolutely. And that's why
4: which and is why we love
2: it. <laughs> yeah. Well, so you know, I'm am a Marxist, but I think p- part of that is uh being against deification. We can't deify the guy. He he was an asshole, right? He had the right ideas, but was the original dirtbag left. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
5: Exactly. <laughs> And
1: they're trying to remove that from the history books. Yeah, <laughs>
5: oh, erase. To <laughs>
1: erase the dirt. Trying to make him come off like some kind of prince. This whole thing had strong Disney vibes. It's yeah, yeah, a for idea. sure. Yeah.
3: Pride and Prejudice.
4: Oh, yeah. I was
3: like, oh, Mr. Darcy, come and upset this dance.
4: It's very elegant and uh, a lot
1: lot of woods. There's a lot of woods. There's a lot of um, twirling and (laughs) dandelions. I will say, if you want to watch the first episode of this show, go to BreadTube on Reddit, and they have the first episode up for free. And uh, the feedback is pretty critical. I have this comment here from... Pendientede48, that said, uh, While the script is a subjective interpretation of history, the way everything is stylized is a bad choice, in my humble opinion. Other styles in anime could have worked better, especially since it looks like a Fire Emblem, which, despite being good game, idealizes aristocrats. (laughs) Which is kind of the opposite from Mark's ideals. Kind of. And it's a very deliberate decision. Uh, Fire Emblem fans... Sound uh, off in
3: the comments. Yes,
1: <laughs> they all defend monarchy. That's how you know a yeah. Fire Emblem fan. <laughs> if There's one thing I
5: know about Marth. <laughs> it's that he's some type of ro- royal. Is he? I don't know. Royalist? He, he's a I royal. Mean, he's a, prince. a Royalist.
4: <laughs> he's a goddamn royalist. So okay. So Fire Emblem is a role-playing game. It's
3: a. It's a. Think it's a. I i played Nintendo game. Yeah. Yeah.
4: I know, he's I in, played he's played it. in Super
1: can, Smash Brothers. Oh, okay. yeah. Arthur's in Super Smash. That's All I know about Fire. Oh. Can, He's a red hair. You can redhead, right? uh, uh,
3: romance people on the DS one, and the, the gender doesn't matter. Right, Ooh, that part is
1: very really? similar to this show. <laughs> <Yes>.
3: <laughs> um, I will say uh, on a visual criticism, it was that like crappy cell shading type animation that mm-hmm. really annoys me because it does look like a Vigia game. Alex, mm-hmm. as a consumer. Of both of the arts, marks <laughs> and anime. In your opinion, what style would this show? I think this show
1: would have really taken off if they animated
5: it like a gorilla's video.
0: Oh, like
3: okay,
1: <laughs> you know, because that's like anime that looks like shit. You know, and that's what he would have wanted.
5: You know what I think is this could have benefited a lot from trying to jack a little bit of the style of Food Wars yeah dog like, if, like how like Food Wars is a show about cooking but it like apes a lot from like shonen tropes and like tries to make it really action oriented like what if in that one scene where Marx like dialectically like fucking takes down all the dudes at the bar like what if he like pulls out like a book and like holds it above his head and it sparkles and then he like Pulls it back down. slams it on the yeah. table,
1: and there's a kerumph, and then it shines open, and yeah. they see theory, and it blasts them away. And then they It'll all just hot. get
5: naked and come like.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I was making berserk jokes the whole time, and that's what I want, is classic berserk. So, like, instead of fighting the aristocracy or whatever, they're just portrayed by, like, Cronenberg demons. <laughs> <laughs>
1: They did a good job at demonizing the aristocracy in this because yeah. whenever they show up, they have like their arms crossed and they're like. And
3: hm. then his words form a sword that's twice the size Ooh, of his body.
5: Yes,
1: that
3: could. And be really he slices good. him open.
5: What if they did like a fist of the North Star, Ooh, where every time points. he like owns you with facts <laughs> you and logic, exploded. your head
1: explodes. Nah. <laughs> I gotta be wondering though, like if you're making this in China and it's the Karl Marx show. You gotta not want to take too many risks, (laughs) stylistically. Oh yeah, I
3: guess we should clarify that this is technically not anime.
5: Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, this is a lot like Avatar The Last Airbender, where- Then why
2: are you here? (laughs) (laughs) What do you call it, Chiname? Is that what it's called? Chiname? (laughs) Chiname? I, think he said, I don't know
5: I mean not necessarily wrong I don't know if there's a term for I don't it know if We
1: could one. move it past this But we won't China <laughs> May Is it a word? I'm getting on Google It says combine a few things If China May is used even one time Anders I don't know you win something I don't, know. I don't fucking know I
2: win my own anime from the Chinese government Or China May <laughs>
4: Oh man about me I you would could l- make a Mao cha- China May. They like, uh, could, yeah. <laughs> i sure Dio, they're like going like to have a... one of those.
5: Oh, I know. can't wait for the Mao China May. They're definitely going to do it after the success of this one they're going to make a Mao one. Mao okay. Nime. So this one is a Mao the China May. The Chinese <laughs> people are
2: the Chinese people are into this. It's getting better. Well,
5: they... We are for sure. I mean, like, <laughs> well, everyone's talking about it here.
0: If the Chinese
3: yeah. people have a choice to be in York. Anyway. yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> From... Alex made the observation that this is something teachers probably put on when they're hungover, but realistically, they're probably in a school assembly and they have to, like, watch it every week. We well, can I... watch
4: six things. This is three of them. From, <laughs> I've talked to uh, this
1: guy who uh, makes a TV show in China through some weird circumstance where we were talking at a bar, and I was asking him about politics, and he was saying in China, because there's so much censorship, everyone's just, like, super checked out, Mm -hmm. kind of like everyone is here, you know, where Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, as long as I don't make a rally in the square that the government attacks... I'm not going to have a problem. So I'm just going to uh, focus on tiny backpacks instead.
4: Yeah, they're politically disengaged <laughs> due to circumstances. Like we were talking about this before we recorded, but I was watching this report and they were just coming up to like 20 year olds and asking them about Tiananmen Square. And they're like, do you know what it is? It's like, a flood. <laughs> yeah. So
1: I don't know. That would uh, kind of snub the intellectual curiosity from this quality program that <laughs> yeah. we're seeing.
3: Should we get into it?
1: Um, we're around fifteen minutes in. Yeah. Okay. Let's the right. episode. Let's let's do the recap. The title of this episode is A Different Youth. A different one. A different one. Different from yours. And so, you know, you're going into this, you're thinking, okay, show about the young Karl Marx, I'm excited for that. That is not how the show opens. (laughs) (laughs) The show opens... We are at Marx's funeral and the way we know that is this guy screaming takes the podium and goes the greatest thinker of the world has ever seen is now dead
5: <laughs> and everyone's oh, no, cease think. has ceased to think yeah that was the <laughs> line it was think. amazing yeah
1: <laughs> he's uh, gone now and everyone weeps yeah. and the world turns once more there were
3: some comparisons to Darwin in there i believe
1: yeah they're like <laughs> shout out darwin friend of the pod <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> You're not a communist, but we love what you did for science. Um, welcome to Darwin. <laughs> I heard, I heard that movie was bad.
4: Yeah, Darwin. welcome to Darwin. Yeah, it was historically inaccurate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I'll move on. Steve Carell as Darwin. I would watch that.
1: <laughs> Steve Carell. No irony. One of the greatest actors of the last <laughs> ten years. I'll say it. I've been watching early episodes of The Office. He's very expressive. That's he's why amazing. he's doing drama. Is it this will not be a comedy. Do with
3: that girl you dated in college.
1: No, no. I also was feeling really bad that I even told that story of the thing. She seems like she doesn't want that out there. But <laughs> um, it was what? behind the paywall.
2: <laughs> it will be a tragedy when Steve Carell ceases to act.
1: Yes. <laughs> you will have you, a funeral Anders. just like Marx. The greatest yeah. actor of all time has ceased to act. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll stand by this opinion. I don't care. Yeah, so Marx has ceased to think, and you're sitting there as an audience member thinking, well, what happened? And then what happened is he died of old age, but that's <laughs> <laughs> not in the show. Uh, also, a little tip off that. Not a lot of interesting stuff is about to happen in this
3: show. <laughs> it jumps a lot around timeline wise. It's doing a real memento action. It's
1: like True Detective. Yes. It's in three different timelines at once. <laughs> And you find clues through time. Uh, we cut to young Marks on his uh, first year at college giving an epic speech on how young people, they don't like to work. Come on. Come on, everybody. Fuck off. Oh. <laughs> Stop that. I want to drink a martini. And then everyone claps. Oh, uh, and-
3: he did so good. Let's all clap. <laughs>
1: Carl, you are the greatest thinker. I hope you never cease thinking.
3: (laughs) We first see young Carl in this shot.
1: That's true.
3: And let me tell you, a handsome man. Holy
5: shit.
1: I am... sipping my uh, frozen tropical drink and I am biting the straw suggestively. I started jerking off furiously and was asked <laughs> to leave.
5: <laughs> I'm actually uh, I'm holding a phone and I am twirling the cable in my finger. <laughs> my man looking good
1: and uh, he does not have a beard as Andrews brought up earlier. Looking even better than young Karl Marx from the movie. Not a dirtbag. Cleaned up. Mm. Kind of like Marth. So maybe I gave mm-hmm. that uh, comment a bit too much razzmatazz.
5: Yeah, because the thing is that that guy's not wrong. Like there is a part of this where, like, it, like Anders was saying earlier, like if if Marx is a schlub in real life, like this does make him look like a fine wealthy dandy yeah. throughout most of this thing.
3: Like, I also think it just might be like a weird misinterpretation of like European culture, though. <laughs>
5: Ooh, that's true too. Yeah. Yeah.
3: That's
1: interesting. Yeah, uh, I, I was of the understanding that he was at least... Like, I thought he was working class, but if well, he's at university, I guess he's at least middle
3: class, if that made, exists. The, the whole plot of this episode, is he's definitely... A- Working class piece of shit, but he also looks great, and he his looks dad great. cares about him, so I'm like, what's his dad's this?
1: giving him money, which yeah. isn't a thing like you he's, can do when you're a welder or <laughs>
5: yeah, He's like 80% of the dirtbag left, he's yeah. like playing up his working class credentials, but in reality, he's got like a, a wealthy person in his family yeah. who's uh, gonna bail him out if things ever get too bad.
3: From here, we flash back even further, right?
1: That's right, but the way we do it is very important because he looks out at the adoring crowd who's going going fucking wild <laughs> at his fantastic theses and who's there young Jenny Westphalen biting Ooh. her lip yeah. <laughs> and we zoom and in nothing, through her eye uh,
3: Yeah nothing is hornier Than a flashback to Childhood <laughs>
1: This is, I thought it was going to turn out to be a dream Sequence because it goes like through her eye And then they're in a field And it's her and Carl and they're like Eight years old and they're just Spinning and spinning and spinning And dandelions are everywhere Yeah they're blowing
3: on dandelions <laughs> And running through fields and holding yeah. Hands and being like Yeah <laughs> care for youth
5: I <laughs> cut my hand it doesn't matter
3: I was like lick it lick, the hand. lick the hand
5: you freak
3: I saw someone tagged our show in a, a, a Twitter comment where they're like I love it when leftists just talk about cum all the time <laughs>
1: I thought it was revisionism that she had this hand-holding, spinning dandelion scene with Carl, but I'm on the, her wiki right now, and it says they did meet each other as children and therefore have time to spin, but <laughs> mm-hmm. but Shh. she is four years older than Karl Marx. Ooh. <gasps> Ooh. So what the fuck oh, is she oh, doing? It's like,
5: a, it's like a Padme sort of thing. Yes. Right? Where oh, she's like yeah. way older at that point. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Capitalism. It gets everywhere. <laughs> Right. Even
5: in your skin. <laughs> 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 Hate capital. It's so coarse and grainy.
3: <laughs> but here's the thing: uh, she insists he reads to her, and this is how we know my man's oh, real because yeah. he reads her Shakespeare. But it's an early work.
5: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> none of that fucking none of that Naruto shit. You know, I'm reading some obscure Shakespeare. Timon of Athens. We
3: literally were like, "Is this real? Is this a translation
5: issue?" We had to look it up. Timon and
2: Pumbaa.
1: Anders really thought it was the Timon and Pumba
3: book. For a while. They were just
1: an old Timon and Pumbaa novel everyone used I was used excited. To read. <laughs> Get those bugs out of your mouth, Pumbaa. Next page. Uh, <laughs> he's just romantically reading to her. That would make more sense than what they're reading for like their nine years of age.
3: <laughs> well, to be fair, there wasn't like video games and whatever then.
1: So. That's true. But you'd think it'd be like Treasure Island or some shit, but no. None of that trash for my top-notch dame.
4: <laughs> oh no, man, there were like twelve things to read.
1: <laughs> I guess just like if you had something around, you'd read it. Yeah. I
2: present you the theory of a cumamata. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm high. <laughs>
4: Alex has so many cats, and
3: I have taken so many different allergy meds. That's true,
1: and even after you take the meds, the (laughs) hair is just gonna put you on a very insecure body state. (laughs) We are laughing. (laughs) (laughs) We laugh because we know. Um, So uh, that's just a glimpse of their childhood. Does it uh, come back, really, at all? I guess maybe... Oh, oh, I wanted to point they make th- a
3: promise at that age.
1: What did they promise? I, I miss wasn't this. paying
3: attention because your cat walked in front of the subtitles. <laughs> but I know <laughs> that Chabateur. because then it flashed back to the him giving the speech, and he hands her his thesis, and she goes, "You remember your promise?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So the promises of the young age. Also, I thought this was interesting. The Shakespeare book they're reading is not an iambic pentameter or anything. It's just like a big block with capital letters on it. Yep. We were wondering whether that's like just a Chinese mistranslation translated back into English, or
2: what? Well, Shakespeare's completed works are often put in volumes and just kind of cobbled together. They just
1: throw them all together like yeah. one big chunk of text. Yeah, I could see,
2: I could see that happening. I
1: don't know. Germany, there might be era. flaws in this show. <laughs> Uh, So they cut back His promises have been delivered Just like we hoped Yeah. She then invites him to her fancy ball
3: Oh Mr. Darcy This is when shit gets real
1: This is the juiciest part of the episode I thought Uh, Maybe excluding the bar scene Um, I don't know what this ball was for It seemed like a quinceañera
0: well, yeah,
3: like <laughs> I've read a lot of Victorian literature because I'm a vaguely gay, weird girl of a certain age. and Damn. Uh, so it's always like at some point, you're trying to marry off a daughter so you throw a party for all your rich friends to come like,
5: yeah,
3: fight over her. It's like um, a right. debut. Which is like really just like, I'm rich. Here's how you get it.
1: Look at my daughter's at thirst, my daughter. thirst trap. Yeah. <laughs> Basically.
4: Don't you want a bite?
3: So he shows up and everyone's mad. He shows he's, uh,
4: up her, her These brother. were the original bringer shows.
3: <laughs> her brother.
2: I'm trying to get his full name here. Um. And, he do, and he doesn't look like shit. And if he did I think that would be A more compelling
4: Yeah he should be More yeah. disheveled
2: Yeah Well I mean, he here's
4: the like, thing He didn't look like shit But they were all Making fun of him
5: Yeah that's the
4: problem <laughs> They're like look What he's wearing He's like he looks nice Yeah they give him
5: Like a straight up water though. He's like it wearing was... An ascot
4: <laughs> Yeah they say What
2: are those
3: Well they the... say that At the bar Oh, uh, that's oh right. yeah that's right I will yeah.
0: never get
1: over um, that But he walks into This party where uh, Jenny von Westphalen's Brother is there And he's giving him Side eye The whole time They're both <laughs> yeah. Slamming wine Well
3: and if this I this was like the romantic anime uh, reinterpretation showed you nightmare that I wanted it to be. because a brother is secretly lusting after his sister, and like he's very protective of her. But there's also like some weird erotic overtones, right?
2: That that seemed that way eventually, but at first I was like, oh, is he also taken by Carl's uh, reading (laughs) skills? There
1: is a strong homoerogenous energy (laughs) this entire time. Every character Carl interacts with is a little bit hot for teacher. (laughs) Which, again,
5: brings me back to the uh, Benedict Cumberbatch Sherlock
1: yeah, dude, where it Sherlock really, is it, just like daddy.
5: Sherlock is daddy, and everybody respects. That. And he can fucking fight, dude. <laughs> that's the thing is, Carl doesn't actually ever fight in this. Well, that's the that's the. That's the Guy Ritchie one. Yeah, yeah. Is he can fight. In the Benedict Cumberbatch oh, okay. one, he's just a hot daddy who everybody is. I'm like is so into.
3: annoyed you guys are talking about Sherlock. <laughs> it's like so embarrassing. Sherlock for is me.
5: very dialectical.
1: <laughs> he has many great ideas Yuck. about catching perps.
3: <laughs> I like you both as friends, but I like you less when you're talking about Sherlock. This is
1: a huge blow to me at Katie's thirst trap ball. Yeah.
3: <laughs> 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 Come to my
1: <laughs> Um So he, uh, Jenny's brother, whose name I didn't write down. I'm sorry about that. Pretty much explicitly kicks Carl out for looking like a dang street rat.
3: I'm <laughs> One important thing, though, is that Jenny comes down the stairs and it zooms in on Carl's face and does an anime like face blush, horny moment where it becomes a <laughs> rainbow behind his head and sparkles yeah. happen, and he goes. <gasps>
1: They took out the translation of, whoa, 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 whoa.
3: It was like one step from a nosebleed.
1: Yeah, yeah, they didn't have his tongue roll out onto the floor and then a whistle play. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but she comes down the stairs and then it's time to ballroom dance. And that's really the line for these fancy yeah, uppercross like, types.
3: How dare he be... have? Such moves.
1: How dare this man who looks identical to the rest of us.
0: Cut a a rug.
4: (laughs) I liked when they said his name, Karl Marx, and it sounded like a Silent Hill game or
0: something.
4: (laughs) Karl (laughs) Marx. Karl
0: Marx.
3: This is where the Manifesto used to be.
0: Damn. It's a Silent Hill game. Silent Hill (laughs) reference. (laughs) Mm. Folks, if you're enjoying this
4: this show. I better read it. (laughs) Be
1: sure to play all of Silent Hill, the entire franchise. Watch the movies. Otherwise, you won't get our podcast.
3: At least the first three.
1: Damn, son. Yo, the movie's pretty good, but I'm going to move on. It ain't. Um,
3: it's not a good movie, but it's visually engaging. It's
1: a it's a feast for the eyes. Okay. And the heart. We get
3: it. You're new to horror. Let's move on.
0: Really.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so they've done some wonderful dancing. Carl has been expressly kicked out of her ball. They meet outside. It's nighttime.
3: It's like, marry me, bitch. And yeah. she's like. should
1: have proposes right there. Yeah. Because he's a good man.
3: And then he gets
1: on a boat. <laughs> he gets on a boat because yeah. he has to go off to the University of Bonn.
5: Yeah, he gets on the boat from Steamboat Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh...
1: <laughs> it's time to class up, bitch. And so he's going to go and develop his grand theses as a law student. And he's very excited to be there. Uh, and this
3: is now how you know this is a very polite uh, Chinese interpretation of this because his big bar wall, like drinking problem, is him getting in a polite intellectual debate.
5: (laughs) Straight out of goodwill hunting. Yeah, Yeah. like these guys are like... They're in a bar. They
3: show up, they're like, you're wearing last season's clothes. What are those? Oh my goodness. Where did she come from? Who invited her here? She's not even applying dress code. We strictly put the bouncer outside. There's a photographer coming. You're ruining everything. (laughs) Now we think fisties and punchies are gonna happen, but no, it's a...
1: War of the Words. It's a walk-off. These fancy gents have cornered an innocent dork (laughs) at the university bar, and they ask him what he knows about dogmatism. (laughs) <laughs> Which is very offensive. <laughs> then yeah. Carl, the hero he is, straight out of Goodwill Hunting, pops in and tells him about uh, some books he's read and <laughs> counts many theses.
3: I I gotta tell you that this gave me post traumatic stress because like of the kind of men I would attract as a younger person. I've like been at this fight, but it's not so grandiose. <laughs> You're just like, I wish you would all stop talking.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
3: I just shut up. I know you read a book, like congratulations.
1: I didn't realize this was a, a this was a fucking hangout for dorks, <sighs> you know, fucking book o'clock. <laughs> book clock. What is this book? Alex o'clock? is so bad at being mean. <laughs> what is this book? o'clock? clock? But you know who's good at being mean? Karol
2: Lamarcus. <laughs> but this doesn't showcase he's not mean enough. He doesn't throw in the insults. He oh, if he's get... not mean, then how come he asks this
1: gentleman a difficult riddle? <laughs> that he cannot answer and then everyone laughs. Oh, yeah what
3: doesn't one of his friends go, oh, the aristocratic educated man cannot answer the question <laughs> yeah. And then he does like a little James from Pokemon laugh like oh and
5: it Can't do we... be like that. I can't wait for the Charisma on Command video about how anime Karl Marx traps you in logic.
4: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He's like, uh, he comes up to him and he's like, if a liar told you, I cannot tell the truth. Is he lying or telling the truth? And then the man's head explodes. It's like
1: how you uh, see if someone is a robot. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> he does that to this guy and he gets owned and then there is a wonderful screenshot where Carl stands up on a,
4: a table and goes
1: now everyone's having beer and a good time everybody yeah. Wang
5: Chung tonight <laughs> and then he
4: bought the entire bar drinks <laughs> which rules on which his, is great with his dad's money which is great because in the very next
5: scene he's just like why did I do that <laughs> this is so much money <laughs> yeah.
3: which like he was like a notorious drunk but like this Paints a picture of, like, a nice fella. Do you know how fucking funny it is to
1: own one stranger and then buy everyone beer? (laughs) For yourself?
5: (laughs) I'd like to celebrate how hard I just owned that bitch.
3: Bitcoin for everyone on this Reddit thread.
5: (laughs) Oh... A round of Soylent for the bar. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: that seems like a great bar, by the way. They got wine. They got beer. They got it all. It's 1830 or whatever. Um, The next day, Carl's sleeping off that good time when there's a knock at his door. Who is it? Uh Uh-oh. It's
5: Heinrich Marx. Heinrich's home. (laughs) Heinie.
1: Everyone knows Heinrich Marx, <laughs> the guy who comes up all the time in history. <laughs> As uh, Marx's dad, who I guess just doesn't like it when his son buys an entire bar beer with his money for no
5: reason.
3: Yeah, so he's like, "We gotta go to a different school now."
5: Yeah, yeah. He's you like, have to go to
4: a nicer school.
5: <laughs> you have to go to a nicer school in a country that certainly doesn't have a more robust drinking culture. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So he leaves the. United
1: University of Bonn because he was too cool <laughs> and is moved by his father to Berlin University. Where, where he's
3: intellectually challenged. The amount of
1: uh, Mark's making the O face goes about <laughs> f- five times what it was before <laughs> in the show. He's learning about Hegel now and it's exciting. Yeah,
3: he's sweating.
1: We get a juicy montage where he learns so much he
5: gets sick. <laughs> <laughs> His uh, power
3: he, level got too high before his body could handle it. Beam
5: poisoning. It's beam poisoning.
1: <laughs> he's simply too strong off theses, and uh, he recovers by lying in bed and eating a long baguette. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Which, if anyone's ever played a video game before, you know how that works. <laughs> yeah, you recovering need. It's
3: like Carl. You stop eating the baguette. You need the meat with the bone in it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Here, have an apple I found in a crate.
3: (laughs) I just went into a stranger's house and started breaking their things, and I found this apple. I found
5: an apple in a vase in someone's yard.
1: (laughs) I forget what the point of this montage was is it just that he's learning so much
5: this is that he's sick and he's thinking about his problem which i don't remember what it was
1: um it's the he has a big breakthrough whatever the fuck is happening to him here and he announces in text like not us making this up he goes i have discovered a powerful dialectic (laughs) is that how it happened he says, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah." I wrote it down in the notes. Uh, and this how is...
3: historically accurate was this in your estimation?
1: I think this is the most accurate thing that happens in the entire show. It
2: <laughs> <laughs> covers the one true unproblematic, the problem-free philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> the dot... <laughs> this has to be like
4: a... <laughs>
5: P.B.S. rap. <laughs> Hakuna Matata! <laughs> oh, <Uh-oh>. masterful callback. <laughs> Anders. Uh, Getting that Barnes & Noble gift card. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Anders has discovered a powerful dialect. <laughs> but he uh, he's excited. He finds it, and he runs through the streets telling everyone uh, he's by the pier. He breaks in. He kicks down the door at the fencing studio where his friend Bruno Bauer is practicing by himself.
3: Bruno Bauer, as big a character as Heinrich Marx. Well, you know, Heinrich Marx is like a heavy type, and uh, Bruno Bauer is more of a lightweight mage. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. With agility. Sure. You have to pick
1: your class. I just I hope that someone in China is watching this and is like, oh, I was hoping Bruno
4: Bauer would be in this. (laughs) This uh, this sequence was a lot like a fighting game. It
2: was like a new dialectic emerges. (laughs) Uh, that's what honestly that's what they that's what this should be. They should make a Karl Marx video game where it's like part struggle but part like putting together the theoretical.
1: Right, it's like Ace Attorney. That's what I was saying. Is you have like intellectual triumphs.
2: Yeah. But Let's again,
1: it's that. not like he even solves
2: cases or anything. He just fucking writes shit.
0: <laughs> it's well, not exciting.
2: So is this? I want I, I don't know that I totally get what he uncovered, but it's basically. So he was a Kantian at first. So it's like reason just kind of exists in this like vacuum that you know, just a human mind can cheat can just like lock into reason and logic, and then he takes he. He learned some Hegel and he's like, oh no, that ideology, those ideas emerge from social uh, struggles and... Yes, and then
1: he combines the two of them later in his writings. And I think that's supposed to be what's happening here, is like, I learned about Hegel for five minutes, and now I've (laughs) uncovered a new philosophy.
4: I'm 18 years (laughs) old. And then he jumps into a river.
3: (laughs) Yeah, he says to our good friend Bruno, at one point he goes, I love Hegel, he's my new god, and I'm like, that seems inappropriate.
1: but Carl, there are no gods. (laughs) Um, You know, that would probably be a bit risky to say, or maybe you have to say it on Chinese television. I'm not sure. I
5: I wonder how much of, like, old philosophy is just the result of nobody having invented rolling your eyes at a college freshman
0: yet.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Or, like, 75% at least. They're just like, there's no Jews here, so we don't know what sarcasm is yet. (laughs)
1: <laughs> um, they do have a very fun scene here where he's trying to explain his uh, brainchild to Bruno, who uh, stops in midway and goes, "I was fencing." <laughs> <laughs>
5: Do you, would you want a fence, maybe? <laughs> we could do both at the same time. We could, like, talk and fence and, like, uh, you know.
3: But Carl is just superior.
1: He's uh, Yeah, Carl immediately stabs him so hard he falls on the ground, which I don't think is, happens a lot fencing. No, they, um, they have
5: a solid sword. They're supposed to bend, they
2: so, bend so they bend don't and knock shit, you right. over. They're, like, little wicks. Yeah,
1: but that's the like thing about wicks. my dude is he's fucking jacked, and he lays you out on the fencing <laughs> corner.
3: And then they lay on the ground, and and like huff next to each other. I'm like, fucking kiss. Kiss. Yeah.
1: Yes. What are you waiting for? Jenny doesn't love you the way Bruno does.
3: <laughs> he loves your dialectic.
1: <laughs> show Yo, show me that dialectic.
3: Daddy. Um,
1: so they lie on the ground, and they huff and puff, and Bruno, in the most um, puffed up moment of the episode and the end of the show, he turns to him, and they're panting, and he goes, Carl, you're a law student. Why do you have these great ideas? And then he goes, "I want to help all the oppressed of the world." <laughs> and then, and the then f- dandelion spin. <laughs> and the show ends.
5: Yeah. And then this is huge because this is when the the credits start and we watch Marx walk across the screen as it narrates his life story. He ages over the course of time and then disappears. <laughs> Only to be replaced by a huge waving Chinese flag.
1: <laughs> it was... Carrying on his struggle. I was waiting for a line early on. I said this before we started recording, where Carl just looks up and goes, We need Chinese characteristics! Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> this is a series so... Whole, yeah, it you know, will happen. It
1: will happen. happen. They have a, a lot of shots of battling uh, in the end credits, too, which also leads to the theory that the end of the series is just they put Carl in the Paris Commune, and, <laughs> and he leads them to victory. <laughs> and communism takes off in France. That and would then be cool. And find out he was Chinese the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're so young and handsome. <laughs> yeah, so great propaganda. I greatly enjoyed it. I'm planning on watching the entire rest of this show for I- I actually sure.
3: think we should continue watching it on uh, our Patreon content for balling out. Yeah. I think it would be entertaining.
1: I support it 100%. Yeah. Um, You know, maybe we can have you guys on and come watch an episode with us sometimes.
3: But um, how
1: did everyone feel? We- out, out I of, loved it. Out of one Chinese star.
4: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: I give Wha- this one Chinese star. I give it 100%. Went out one of? Chi- out of From zero to one Chinese star.
0: <laughs> okay.
4: Ooh. I give it the entire flag, yeah.
5: I give it a
3: proud flag. I give it yeah. a big
1: red banner. Um, fantastic craftsmanship. Definitely a bundle of lies.
5: <laughs> and uh,
1: definitely show it to as many children as possible. Yeah. Yep. Um, okay. Well, I wish we had five more minutes on this because I'm going to cut a little bit. But uh, do we just want to do plugs?
0: Yes.
5: Well, I mean, I guess what, the plugs what? can be, like, if you're listening to this on uh, yeah. on Ballin' Out, listen to Poddam. If you're listening to it on Poddam, listen to Ballin' Out.
4: Yeah, you definitely should. If you're a baller, please listen to Pod Damn America. And if you're a dammer, please listen to Balling on Super. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, there'll be something for you if you're uh, just delving into anime for the first time uh, because we cover all kinds of fucking shit.
5: And also, there seems to be a shocking number of people who listen to our podcast who don't even watch the show or think about anime ever, (laughs) which is really strange, but it seems to be happening, so check it out. Come on down. I think so
1: much of you, if you can follow the show at all, based on the recaps we do, but incredible work, guys. <laughs> you are amazing. Um, And if you listen to anime recaps and love them, you should listen to our show. We recap movies and shit all the time, and we mostly just sit down with a newspaper and just roast the news. We're not afraid to tell it like it is. And then we sit on stage and... um we're Bill Hicks. Every one of us is Bill Hicks. It's the Bill Hicks Show. Please listen to our podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think the okay. show is over. <laughs> okay, we don't need. We don't need the. We're good. <laughs> we're good.